Hello, and welcome to the Aaron Evans Podcast. This podcast is devoted to people who want to love, listen, and live a little better. I'll be sharing my musings as a life coach, a mother, a yogi, an entrepreneur, and I'll be interviewing some of the most inspiring people that I know that are leaving the world a little better than how they found it. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. If you want to stay in touch, you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron underscore Evans. Buckle up and thank you for tuning in. When we are in a present moment, engaged, alive, but not attached, there is a feeling of peace. Peace might sound boring, but peace is indicative that we are aligned, energetic, vibrant, and aware. In yoga, to take a yoga posture and to really do yoga, we are doing two things at once. We are steady, engaged, enthralled, committed, without being needy or desperate or aggressive. We're also at ease, spacious, gentle, without being bored or dull or disengaged. These two things, when done simultaneously, is a recipe for peace. And what we have just done is created a boundary, space between myself and the world. How I did that was by listening, feeling, attuning, being gentle without being bored. And then I've also decided, been firm, been steady with where I place my energy, my attention, and what will serve my body, my breath, the moment. Whether you practice yoga or not, the same is true of most things. We want to be engaged, interested, curious. We also want to be gentle and observant about our own particular needs and what supports us and what depletes us. Today's topic of conversation is around boundaries. Boundaries are a key element of mental health, emotional health, and relational health. I heard Amy Schumer say, I took my mom to a soccer game to show her what boundaries were. I love this topic, and as I get older, I start to understand it a little bit better. A boundary is a line which marks the limits of an area. It's a dividing line. It is also the guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, permissible ways for other people to behave toward them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. It is the space between you and I, and it's clear there is a beginning and there is an end. It is a way in which we take care of self. So there's different ways to say boundary, edge, bound, fringe, barrier, periphery, outline, limit. To create a healthy boundary is to empower oneself. When something feels off or wrong or inappropriate, it's likely that a boundary has been crossed. 
If you happen to have the disease to please, I doubt you do, it's not that common, you may not even know when a boundary has been crossed. And it might be now your time to figure out what is worth my energy and what is not worth my energy. How do I want it allotted? I love in the movie Avatar, they say that we only are allotted a certain amount of energy in this life and when we've used it up, then we're done. I believe that's true and I know at the end of the day, whether I have gone into a surplus, put more money in my energetic bank account, or if I've gone into a deficit, used up too much energy, life force, prana. So in order for us to create boundaries, it's important to know where we feel uncomfortable, uneasy, and if something is inappropriate. Some examples are if people aren't giving you your privacy, comments about your weight or your appearance, if it is an inappropriate joke that makes you feel uncomfortable, someone makes fun of you, if you are not permitted to change your mind, to feel like you can't cancel a commitment, feeling like you are not permitted to bow out of something. It is our responsibility to figure out where our limits are and then teach those limits to the people that we love in our lives. If you aren't used to setting boundaries, you will likely feel guilty or selfish, but understand you will get better at it as you learn to flex the muscle of self-care and self-responsibility. To set a boundary is to establish your identity and guidelines for how people can interact and dance with you. And again, it's a form of self-compassion and kindness to you. So the advantages are mental health. You avoid burnout. There's less stress. There's autonomy and agency for self. When you know that you are not setting clear boundaries, you may feel stressed out. There's financial burdens. Time is wasted. You're having relationship drama. I heard a teacher of mine say true peace is when you say no to a dinner party without explaining why. Now that is so hard for me to do. And why is that wrong? Why is it wrong to say, I can't come to the dinner party because I've got laundry and lots to do on my to-do list. The reason it's wrong to explain yourself is that it disempowers you and it actually puts blame elsewhere. It's almost like defending the fact that you don't want to go to the dinner party. So one of the key pieces here is to ask yourself, what is it that I actually want out of this relationship? And then set boundaries based on your desires and then be clear. A common fear about setting boundaries is that I might offend the other. But what's worse? doing something I don't want to do and burning my energy, or just being honest. If someone loves me, they'll love me regardless whether I say yes or no. So when a boundary has been crossed, you can explain, ooh, you just towed over the line and, and I'd like you to stay outside that boundary. For five seconds, I decided to stop drinking 
and I would go out with friends and they would pressure me to drink and I'd be so irritated and then I'd have a drink and I'd have remorse afterwards. And then I realized I just needed to tell them that I wasn't drinking and I didn't want the pressure. There, that is a boundary. So consider all the different relationships you have. You have maybe a teacher, uh, a therapist, a friend, family, a lover, parents, children, employees, employers. So these are all the little places on a personal level you want to start to develop an understanding of what is yours and what is theirs. So what I mean by that is I am a no to the dinner party. That's me. They want me to come because I am so much fun. So the fact that they are asking me to come to the dinner party should not feel stressful. It should feel like a compliment. Me saying no should not be offensive either. Something that might be relevant to you is personal touch. Not wanting someone to hug you or touch you. And that's up to you to declare, no, I don't want to be hugged. If you don't speak up and tell another, your lover, your boss, your friends what you need, how can you expect them to read your mind? When you set a boundary, it's crucial that they understand they've crossed it to teach them how to dance with you. But to blame and project onto another is not fair and that will not lead to sanity or peace. There are three types of boundaries. There are lax boundaries in which I shift and mold depending on who I'm around. The second is rigid and firm, no ability for movement, no ability for interpretation or adaptation. And lastly is the sweet spot in between. When you start to incorporate boundary setting into your life, if you've been lax, the chances are you may come off a little strong, a little firm, very non-negotiable. When I had my son, I decided that I wanted to write curriculum and run a 200-hour yoga teacher training. In order for me to do that, I had to say no to a lot of things that used to be yeses. I had to conserve my energy, my time, my brain space. But what I did was cut a lot of people out of my life in a way that seemed really heartless. Over time, I learned how to balance working on the manual, time for my child, with personal relationships. Boundaries are meant to empower you, not isolate you. Learning to set boundaries that aren't too firm or too lax, you become flexible and fluid, adaptable and available. And that space there, that's where the magic lies. So I have gone in and I've cleaned things up. I've determined what supports me, what sustains me, where I want my attention to be. So I'm clear so that I go out into the world and I'm noticing the things that feel inappropriate, that feel wrong, and I'm able to state my needs more clearly without being a tyrant or aggressive or needy. It's very important to decide what's worth your time, your effort, your energy, 
Because if you're saying yes all the time and you become a yes man, it means you have no standards. It means you don't have a firm understanding of what you need. You know what's sexy? Boundaries are sexy. So in yoga, we say we want to be steady and engaged and present without being aggressive or attached or needy. We also want the other side of the spectrum, which is sweet and subtle and gentle and receptive. And that's the concept that these two things happen simultaneously. Where or what or whom makes you feel sticky or murky or confused? Start there. Find out where boundaries are being crossed and then slowly start to flex the muscle of advocacy, of agency. With your lover, with your kids, with your friends. Start small. Begin to learn the language of your own inner world. And it might seem crazy, but you're worth it. And you are the only person that will stand up for yourself. So it's time to declare what kind of life you want to live. And your friends, your family will rise as you do. Thank you so much for your attention. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast. As always, it's a honor to be here. And I love you. Paddle forwards.